Keeping Realty is available Wednesday of each week, produced by Gabriella DeAngelis. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the podcast author or individuals participating in the podcast and do not represent the views or positions of any entities they represent. Coldwell Banker Realty is owned by a subsidiary of Anywhere Advisors, LLC. Coldwell Banker is a registered service mark owned by Coldwell Banker Real Estate, LLC. Like we all know, buying a house is a very stressful process. It doesn't matter who your realtor is. It doesn't matter what house you're buying. It is just an overall stressful process. How much money and time and energy you're putting into something, um, it's just a lot. But recently, um, I've got a lot of people that have reached out to me saying that my podcast resonates with them and thank you for sharing their sh- my struggles because they don't feel so alone. And, you know, recently my boyfriend and I have broken up. He is a D1 athlete and plays basketball at NKU while I'm a realtor that is 20 years old trying to grow my business. And I have a lot of exciting things and we just have not been making time for each other. And if we did make time for each other, it wasn't quality time. It was like just both of us separately on our phones and small arguments were turning into a lot of bigger arguments that weren't needed. And it's both of our faults. We are both guilty of it. And we are still on amazing terms. I love him. He's my best friend. I don't know what I would do without him. But right now we just aren't working out. Um, I just wanted to be open and honest. And I felt like, how could I explain my breakup and what I'm going through into real estate and buying a house? And when you explain when you hear this correlation, you will be so shocked. Um, I feel like I share a lot of my life on TikTok and it just seems so perfect and it's not at all. And, you know, we are going to get personal and explain the hard parts of dating and breakups, but we are also going to talk about the great, but yet really hard parts of buying real estate. Um, so with that being said, I did meet my boyfriend on a dating site. So that just brings us into it. So let's get started. Hello guys and welcome to Keeping It Realty. I know by the episode title you're like, oh my God, like they're just not alike. Like how are you even comparing? But wait, okay. So I'm going to give you a little um, background and a little sneak peek and then I'm going to go and dive into each actual section. So I met Cole, my ex, on Tinder. And you know when you're getting into the uh, start of dating, maybe you just got out of a relationship and it's been a few months and you're like, I'm ready to get back into it. Or you maybe have never dated before and you want to try getting on Tinder or Hinge or whatever. You're going to get on and you're going to just see these people and you're like, oh my God, like maybe this app isn't for me. But you know, you got to keep looking. So you meet online, you see if the pictures look like the real thing, you make a financial commitment and you hope your parents approve, you see if they're worth it, and then you take it to the next level. Level. So we are going to really get into how they are similar. So like I just said, when you first start dating and you're scrolling on Tinder, let's just say where I met Cole and you see these terrible people. Well, think about when you are buying a house and maybe it's your first time buying a house and you're scrolling online and you're like, oh my God, who would buy that? Or how is that listed at 300,000? Like that is terrible. I would never live there. Well, when I was scrolling on Tinder, I had just gotten out of a relationship like four months prior. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get on Tinder. So I'm getting on after a few weeks. I'm like, I didn't even bother getting on anymore. You know, it was just like, oh, every guy I saw on there was like, oh my God, like, no. So one day I'm on Tinder and I see this guy who looks like Troy Bolton, I swear. I was like, oh my God, is that Troy Bolton? And my name's Gabriella. So it was like a perfect match. So, you know, I, oh my God, this is so cringy. I can't even believe I'm saying this. His first picture, I'll never forget, was literally a picture of him like throwing a basketball in the arena. And I was like, okay, I'm going to marry him. So 
I text him and I say on Tinder, I'm going to marry you. And he replied, okay, when's the wedding? So it's no different than when you're scrolling on Zillow and you are just seeing horrible house, especially now in this market where there's hardly anything. And when you do see something good, you're like, I need to hop on it. I want to go see it. I need to text my agent. Let's go see it. So you see this beautiful house and you're like, oh my God, I want to go see this. So your agent books the showing and you text this guy and you're going back and forth. So in my case, Cole was very stubborn and like acted like he was too cool for me and like I think it was just because he was in love with me right away. So I'm just kidding. Um, But no, he was like, I would be like, what are you doing? And he would just be like, nothing much. Like, okay, are you not going to ask me what I'm doing? Um, But anyway, so I hung out with him and I was so worried before I hung out with him. I'm like, oh my God, like what if he doesn't look like that in pictures? Like I always want to FaceTime prior to hanging out with somebody just to make sure that they really do and like they don't have like weird voice or, you know, you know what I mean? So it's no different than when you're about to go see a house. Do you know how many houses are on the market where they get these excellent photographers and then you get there and you're like, no way. And me, I was like getting so nervous, like, oh my God, what if he doesn't look like that in person? So I made him FaceTime me as I was sitting at his dorm acting clueless, like I couldn't see where he was, um, just so I could make sure that, you know, he's not a scam and he's like actually cute. <laughs> so then you get to the house and, you know, you're just trying to look around and see everything, make sure that it really does look like what the pictures are like. Um, and let's just say that you, you're trying to figure out the p- things you don't like about it, what you do love about it. And when you're hanging out with a guy for the first time, you're like trying to figure out what maybe he just got out of a relationship. And you're like, oh, no. Or maybe you're like, okay, like he's really cute. He's nice. He's funny. He has a good sense of humor. So you're just trying to look around and see like, is this good for me? Um, do you love it? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Whatever. So then... The first impression is so important and it's just like curb appeal like I talked about in my last episode. Um, When you get that first impression of a guy and you're like, oh my God, like he is perfect, you know, it's no different than you get to the house and you look at it and just from the outside, you're like, it's beautiful. Like how could anybody not fall in love with this? And it really is all about that like wow factor when you walk through the front door. If the house doesn't make you like, jittery and it's probably not the one because I know that from all of my buyer clients, they walk in, they're like, this is the one, like, I just know it. And usually they know by the first step they make. And that is how a lot of people are with dating. You meet this guy and you're like, oh my God, he's the one, like, I love him. And I remember leaving that night. I, he was going to Florida for basketball and I was going to Pittsburgh for a football game. And I remember the whole time on the way home, I just couldn't think about how much I liked this guy. So The next part is nobody's perfect. And, you know, you have to remember that, especially when you are searching for a new home or whatever, because even the new constructions, no home you are going to find, especially really anywhere, but especially Kentucky, there's always going to be one thing that you wish you could change about it. And that is how it is in dating as well. You know, you have to keep an open mind and, you have to know that you can always change and envision it with how you would want to do it. Um, so like dating a guy, there is no guy out there that is perfect. There is none. And, you know, it's also important that you are compatible with somebody and, you know, you're not going to go see a house that 
you want four bedrooms and it has one bedroom and you need, you want a white kitchen yet it has all maple cabinetry. You're not going to go see a house like that. Well, you are not going to date a guy that doesn't have what you like in a guy and doesn't check off the box. And those are all important factors when you are looking to buy a home that you should make sure that you have a checklist of what you want in a house so you're not wasting your time and your agents. Um, and you know, the search can be exhausting when you are on a dating app, okay? And like I said in the earlier in the podcast, like there are so many times where I'm like, ew, like I'm not even gonna bother getting on this app. It is a waste of my time. Um, and then here I am just dated this guy for seven months. Um, so you have to wait and you will find the one um, when it comes to dating or buying a house. And you may have to compromise when it comes to buying a house or dating. You know, let's say you're dating this guy now um, and let's say you're under contract. So there are gonna be things that, let's say you love everything about the house, but then you just don't like that one little thing. Maybe it's the color of the wall or whatever. You have to be able to compromise. Just like when you're dating somebody, let's say that you're planning a vacation and they don't like the beach and they want to go hiking, but you hate the, you hate hiking only want to go to the beach. Sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do just to make others around you happy and they should do the same. Um, but Really, when it comes to making an offer on a house, you know, you have to make that financial commitment and you have to put that earnest money down um, to show you want that house and to show that it is going to be yours and you're going to do everything you can to get that house. Um, it's no different than when you're talking and you're in that talking stage and you're like, okay, like, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make this work. I really like this guy. And, you know, I'm making a commitment to hope that this works out in the future. And then you get the inspection on the home, you know, and they're figuring out all the bad parts about the house. Well, this is where you really start dating and you're figuring out the, you know, all their like true self comes out. You're not hiding anything anymore. You know, you're getting comfortable with each other, maybe yells at you a few times and, you're like, hmm, you're figuring out the things that, you know, weren't apparent while you guys were talking because it was so new. Um, and, you know, during an inspection, especially now recently, I've heard and seen that a lot of inspection reports have not come back the greatest recently. And, you know, when you're buying a house and you get an inspection, if you have not bought a house before, you know that, or maybe you don't know that an inspection report is long. And there are going to be a lot of things on there normally that just maybe little things or even a lot of improvements that could cost you a lot of money down the road. So you're really just inspecting the things that you don't like about it, the good parts about it. And maybe if you are a first time home buyer, you hope your parents approve of the house. I've showed a lot of houses to first time home buyers where their client where their parents will come, um, you know, and they don't like it, then they're not going to get it because their parents have to approve. And my mom would definitely have to approve of the house that I bought. So I get it. Um, and then you have the appraisal. Well, this is the part in dating where you're really seeing if they are worth it. You're dating them for a while and you know, you're really figuring out is your true value, do they deserve that? And, you know, are they worth it? Well, when you're getting an appraisal, you're just waiting to see, you know, is the house worth what I am paying for it. And it's no different than you giving all your time and energy and um, putting into this guy. And you want to know, like, is this really worth my time and energy um, in the end? Like, is do we have a future together? 
So then the ending is very exciting and you get the keys. It's closing time. You've made it through the hard parts. You've made it through the struggles. You've made it through and the house is about to be finally yours. But that few weeks is very, very stressful. You know, you could do one little thing and it could ruin your loan and it could make you not be able to um, continue on that process of buying a house. And, you know, when you are dating and you date for so long, you find out you really get to know that person so much more, especially when you move in with somebody and you are just figuring out the way they do things. Like when you actually live with someone versus you're just hanging out with them all the time. It's so different. And you're going through these ups and downs and these struggles and maybe your relationship just gets really boring and flat and you're not doing anything different. You're not going on dates. You're not, he's not getting you flowers or whatever it may be. You know, there are those ups and downs and they can be very hard. Um, you know, you can also struggle financially with somebody if you are living together and, you know, one person is only making this much and you can fight and, you know, it is going to be okay no matter what in the end and everything in life happens for a reason. Um, but that is one thing about buying a house that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about. People can buy a house because they just got um, divorced or they just lost custody of their kids or they can't afford it anymore. They lost their job or they got a pay cut. There are so many reasons that people buy other than just they want to buy or they just want to upsize or downsize or maybe they just want to move. But, you know, there are emotional and financial reasons that can be very hard um, and a burden on you when it comes to buying real estate. So um, I really just wanted to make this episode because one, I think it's hilarious that I compared buying real estate to dating, online dating, but it's so true, um, you know. Dating in life sucks and online dating, especially it can be hard. You know, you can get ghosted and all kinds of stuff. And that's how it is also in real estate when it comes to this crazy market that we're in. You know, you can write an offer and you get your hopes up and you're like, oh my God, like I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. And then maybe you don't get it. And your offer was not the one the sellers chose. Well, you know, they could be dating outside of you. And while you're in this talking stage and, you know, still talking to other girls and, Maybe it doesn't end up working out between you guys and he ends up choosing somebody else over you. That is hard. You know, like you feel like shit and you feel discouraged and you don't feel worthy. And especially when buying a house, you there are a lot of times that and I think that is the hardest part of my job is having to tell somebody that their offer was not the one that was accepted. It sucks. Like you get so excited. You're like, oh my God, I'm going to start this new journey or whatever it may be. And you don't get it. So I hope you guys enjoyed, enjoyed this episode. And I hope sharing my struggles and recently with my breakup that I've been going through, one thing that I've been doing is just really keeping an open mind and just trying to stay busy, even though I feel like that's not always the best thing to do because you're not really healing. Like it's good to cry and it's good to feel the feels and feel the hard parts because then you're just gonna, you know, not really go through that. And seven months down the line, you get into a new relationship and it's all coming back to you. So take care of yourself and let yourself be upset. Let yourself cry. And, you know, if you are meant to be with somebody, you are you were going to get back together. And if that house, you didn't get that offer and the seller didn't choose your offer, then there is a better house out there for you. You know, you just have to be patient and know that, like I just said, everything in life is meant to be. And um, I just want you guys to know that nobody 
is perfect. Everybody goes through things. I definitely had um, parts of why we were broken up. You know, I'm stubborn and I'm working all the time and I would come home from working all day staring at a computer um, to just being in a bad mood and just stressed out and I still want to work. Um, and, you know, he would play basketball and, you know, just chill. And I would just get so mad so easily and like stressed out and just like annoyed. Um, and he just... You know, I felt bad because I was not giving him the attention and time that he deserved. And with that, he was taking it out on me in a way that he shouldn't. So both of us are equal. But I think that one day, if we are meant to be, we will be and we will get back together soon. Who knows? Um, We're just trying to work on ourselves and everything like that. So um, it's okay. Whatever you're going through, it's going to get better. Just keep your head up and know that if maybe you just were under contract on a house and the inspection it fell through because of the inspections that means that that house was not for you or maybe it didn't appraise and you guys could not come to a good negotiation um you know it's okay that house was not for you there's other houses on the market and there are going to be more houses on the market so be patient and know that sometimes in life you're going to go through some shit and it's going to be okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Everything is linked below. I'm having an event for anybody interested in getting their real estate license. If you are interested in, in the Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana, anywhere near Northern Kentucky, feel free to sign up down below. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Love you. Bye.